Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Nourished Actor Podcast. I am your hostess with the mostest, Deanna Eshelman. I am so glad you're here. I'm actually recording on a Monday night at 10 o'clock in the evening, which if you know me, you know I'm a granny, so this is kind of out of the norm for me, but I felt inspired, so I wanted to get on the podcast while I was feeling creative and talk to you guys. Before I begin, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. If you like the podcast, make sure you're following along on Instagram at The Nourished Actor. I have a Facebook page. Hopefully, I'll have a Facebook group very, very soon. Also, please rate and review if you like the podcast. Make sure you also subscribe. And then also, why don't you share it while you're at it? Share it on social media, on your stories. Make sure you tag me at The Nourished Actor on Instagram. And more importantly, if you like it, rate and review on iTunes because it really helps get the podcast out there to all the amazing artists who might need to hear some good advice. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you. And we're back. So another episode, another solo episode. Don't fear. Interviews will be back hopefully next week. But today we're doing an action episode. For those who don't know, my solo episodes are categorized either by action, which is what today's episode is. Those are all practical tips for the actor. Mindset magic, which is my personal favorite, and it tends to be yours. Everyone's sharing the mindset magic episodes. Um, But those are essentially just mindset hacks and tricks that can really make you more creative and also more positive. Yeah, mindset magic is all about tips and tricks to kind of get your mindset right to hopefully help you flourish in your creative field. Last but not least is the creative life episodes, and those are life hacks that can help simplify your life and foster creativity. So today's the action episode. It is geared towards my actors, but that said, a lot of these tips you can actually use regardless of if you're an actor or not. But I will say some of them are specific to actors. So if you are an actor or you love an actor, make sure you share it with them and listen in. So this is going to be part of a series about auditions, but I actually am going to talk about post-audition practices today. And you might be saying, Deanna, why are we talking post-audition? Shouldn't you be talking about pre-audition first? Well, here's the thing. There's a lot of different variables about pre-auditions in terms of planning and getting in the right mindset and stuff because there's so many different types of auditions depending on your field of acting. Post-audition, I think, are pretty universal. And also, I think they're probably more important in a lot of ways. So I'm going to start with post-auditions. I will do an episode about pre-audition. And then I'm also going to, I'm going to tease this right now. I'm creating a bonus all about my favorite ways to center yourself before an audition. And that is going to be a bonus for people who sign up on my future email list. Yeah, your girl just bought thenourishedactor.com. So once that launches, I'll be putting that up on my website. So get excited. But yeah, I'll be posting that a bit a bit later. But anyway, so today, action, we're talking post-audition practices, some things that would be really great for you to do post-audition, some ideas, and also ways to kind of look at the audition after the fact 
reflect on it, honor it, and then kind of forget about it. And I know that sounds weird, but as an actor, you kind of have to just let go after an audition and it can be hard. So I have some practices and ideas that I think could really help. Let's not waste any time and let's just dive right in. So post-audition, what should you do? Well, first of all, regardless of if you have to run to work or not, make sure you write down the logistics of the audition. Now, you can do this just in a notebook. If you're someone who likes to do it on their phone, you can do it in your phone, whatever. But I suggest writing down who was in the room, what you auditioned for, what you sang, what you wore, and if you got a call back in the room or not, anything, or if you got comments or something like that. Logistics. I'm not talking about feelings. I'm talking about logistics. You could use the organized actor, which is a great little template that a lot of people use. It's a booklet, rather. Or you can just make your own little notes sheet. But it's kind of good to start tracking that stuff because then you can find out, oh, if that theater auditions again, did I already meet that person? If I did, what did I sing? Did they like it? Did they not? Whatever. So it's just a good way for you to keep things logistically in order. So now that the logistics are out of the way, let's talk about some woo-woo stuff. So depending on your schedule that day, you might not have time to do all of these things, but my first one that I suggest is one that I really think you should do even if you have to run either to another audition or to work or whatever the case is. So this is the one non-negotiable I think everybody should do. So after your audition, after you write down the logistics, I want you to take a couple of seconds, maybe a minute, whatever you got, and just write down how you felt about the audition. And, you know, be honest. You can say things that are not necessarily kosher. I don't know what the right word to say is. Like, if you really felt awful about the audition, write down those feelings and kind of write down why. And same goes if you felt great about it, if you felt whatever about it. Just write it all down and kind of like brain dump onto a notebook. And what's interesting about this is even if you had a bad experience or like you think it was bad in your head or something like that, writing it down not only takes it off your mind, but also rereading it. A lot of times you can say, oh, I'm being really harsh on myself. Oh, that's not really what happened. Or even if it did happen, it just kind of puts it in perspective. So make sure, if you can, write down your feelings after an audition. Just get it out there, throw it onto the a page, and like kind of, it's almost like cleansing it out of your body, right? It's like throw it into the universe. Now here's the deal. Depending on who you are, you might want to keep it, or you might want to toss it. So there's pros and cons to both of these tactics, right? So keeping it can be great because you can look back and say, oh, whether it was good or bad, you can say, oh, you know, yesterday I had a really shitty audition, but today I had a great one. So like, let's talk about how cool that is that I turned around the next audition. So that's one good thing about keeping it. You can look back on it and reflect. One bad thing about keeping it is it might stay on your mind and you can reread it and you can kind of relive those feelings and you might start getting in your head about it. So there's pros and cons, right? Now for throwing it out, what's great about it, it can feel very, very good to release that. So to kind of let it go, as I mentioned in the beginning with auditions, you know, 
we kind of have to let it go of the outcome, right? No matter how good or how bad it went, after the audition, you have to let go of the outcome because we don't have control of that. And nothing good comes from harping on it or from mulling it over and over and over. So another good tactic is to throw out that feelings dump that you did. And that's great because, again, you're releasing it. You're throwing it into the universe. You're kind of putting it into the hands of the universe in a way. The bad thing is, is then you don't have any sort of record of how you felt about that audition. Now, if you've done the logistics, paperwork type thing, you will still have record of the audition. You just won't have record of the feelings. But again, that might work in your favor because if it didn't go super great or if you weren't happy with the audition and yet you get a call back, let's say, well, then your weird feelings about the audition won't necessarily affect the upcoming callback. Does that make sense? And also, you're going to remember certain things about certain auditions, right? So you don't necessarily need it on paper to remind you as well. (laughs) Kind of feel it out for yourself. Either keep it or throw it away. Either way, do a brain dump after the audition about your feelings. And you can just do this in a quick like couple sentences. It doesn't have to be a novel if you're not someone who likes to write. Or if you're on a in a rush, you don't have to, again, write a novel. Just kind of write down how you felt about it. If you have any worries about it, if you feel good, bad, ugly, sad, whatever, write it all down. That's the one non-negotiable I think everyone should do post-audition because it really helps to kind of get your feelings out of your head and onto a page, onto something tangible. And again, Rereading it, regardless of if you toss it after or not, can be good for perspective. And also, it can remind you that we make a lot of stories up in our head that aren't necessarily true. So, highly recommend doing a feelings brain dump after an audition. Another thing to do after an audition is, and this again, you don't have to do this, this is just an idea, is to do like a... I call it a badass list, but you can call it whatever you want. You can write down a few things that you did in that day that made you feel badass or made you feel like you accomplished something. So even if an audition goes south, you know, a badass list could be, I'm proud of myself for getting up at 7 a.m. and signing into the audition early. That's something badass. You could write down, um, I'm proud of myself for going to a dance call when I was scared to last week. A badass thing could be, I'm just proud of myself for not spending money on coffee this morning. I don't know. It doesn't have to be big. But a badass list could be great because then you can kind of turn around any audition, whether it was good or bad. Um, And also, it just reminds you that even if it didn't go perfect in the room, there's so many other things that you've done that are great and that you should be proud of. As actors especially, we are so fucking hard on ourselves. So creating a badass list that kind of highlights all the things that you did do in that day kind of takes the pressure off that 30 seconds that you're in the room. Highly recommend doing a badass list. You can also do a gratitude list after your audition. Again, puts things in perspective. The gratitude list is a little more broad, so you could be grateful for just like waking up in the morning. I like the badass list because, again, it puts focus on you and things that you have accomplished. And I think as actors, we don't give ourselves enough credit. So I think if you want to try one of the two, I suggest trying a badass list after an audition. I really think it would help kind of 
boost you up and give you confidence even if the audition didn't go 100% as planned. And if the audition did go great, it just, again, kind of helps keep that awesome confidence going. And as actors, I think we really need that. (laughs) Okay, and the last little tip for post-audition practices are treats. Now, here's the thing. Treats are great, but we have to be mindful of our treats and kind of pick our poison. So some treats are more sustainable and are better for us than others. And I'm not putting any stigma on a treat like a drink, like an alcoholic beverage or um, a sweet treat or something like that, right? There's nothing wrong with those. However, we have to be mindful of our, our energy as well as our money. And sometimes those things don't line up with our money goals or our energy goals, right? So we don't want to have a habit loop that is negatively impacting like our budget or something like that. That said, treats are great and treats come in all different sorts of forms. So I kind of want you to rethink of what a treat is. But that said, treats could be treating yourself to a coffee, treating yourself to a little sweet treat after an audition. It could be grabbing a glass of wine with a friend. Those are great treats, but some of the other ones that I like a little bit more are more sustainable. So some other treats are calling a friend, calling your mom, calling somebody and just kind of telling them about your day. That's one of my favorite things is connection. So calling somebody, texting somebody, meeting up with somebody. Those are some of my favorite ways to treat myself post-audition if I'm not on the run to work or something. Another good treat is listening to music, listening to a podcast. If you have a favorite podcast, I suggest trying to save it for special occasions like post-auditions. And that way, you know that when you've accomplished something like an audition, ah, I can listen to my favorite podcast. Perfect. Another good one, and this is one that you can do like regardless of where you are, is taking a little walk. Just taking a walk by yourself. I suggest putting away your phone, unless you're listening to the Nourished Actor podcast, (laughs) but putting away your phone and just taking a walk. It doesn't have to be long. It could be just a couple minutes. It could be on your way to work after the audition. doesn't matter. But take a walk. Take in the sights, the sounds. Kind of be mindful about your walk. That is one of the best things you can do for yourself. And I don't care where you are. If you're in the middle of Times Square, if you're in Central Park, if you're walking down Bumfuck Street in I don't know, Kansas. It doesn't really matter. Walking and kind of taking the time for yourself to recollect. I was going to say recollect and reconnect all the same time. Reconnect and recollect is just something amazing you can do for yourself post-audition. Or really any time, but especially post-audition. So those are the four things that I think really are helpful post-audition. And I kind of want to talk really quickly before I wrap up about why these things are good post-audition and kind of the cycle of an audition, right? So auditions or any sort of presentation, especially a presentation where you're being vulnerable, like in acting, auditions, even if you have a good relationship with auditions, even if you're someone who really has hacked their audition technique, all these things, regardless of that, it is a stress. It's a stress, right? And it's also an immense energy output, We have to show off our stuff and our skills and our vulnerability in 
you know, between 30 seconds and a minute and a half, two minutes, depending on your audition. Some auditions are longer, but just for my sake right now, it's a short amount of time. And regardless of how you audition in terms of like, if you're equity, if you're non-equity, if you're going for film, TV, theater, even with all those things, those different variables, the fact of the matter is you're almost always waiting in a room with other actors who are stressed, who are nervous, and there's a lot of energy to manage. You have to manage your own energy. There's a lot of different people around you giving different energies off. And so auditions are stressful because there's just a lot of stimulus. There's a lot of people. And that's a lot to manage. So auditions are stress and they kind of take a lot out of you. It takes a lot of energy to audition and to do multiple auditions in a day. Don't even get me started about that. So if auditions are like stress inducing and are energy sucking, then the post audition practices have got to be rebuilding and rebooting you up kind of like a computer. Is this making sense, friends? <laughs> Just full disclosure, I totally had a glass of wine. The Audition itself is stress-inducing. It's energy zapping. So your post-audition rituals, whatever they are for you, make sure they're rebuilding you up and rebooting your your sense of self because there's nothing worse than going from audition, 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 work, 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 and never having a moment to yourself to kind of reboot and recollect. And you don't want to do that because if you do that too much, then you get burnt out. And Burning out in theater especially is just the worst because then you don't have any energy to go actually do what you want to do. So regardless of if you do my tips, if you have your own ones, make sure your post-audition tips are re-energizing you, rebooting your system, and make sure they're not taking more out of you. A lot of people, like I said, like to go get a drink after an audition, and that's awesome if that's your thing. But Sometimes that stress of getting a drink or that alcohol doesn't necessarily serve your body or your mind in the way that you want it to. So just be mindful if you have practices that might not be serving you as much as you think, especially post-audition, because you really have to be mindful of your energy after you audition. (laughs) All right. Thank you guys so much for joining me today. I hope this was helpful thank you again. I will be doing more on auditions very soon. So catch those on the next action episodes. I've got some interviews coming up. I can't wait to share with you guys. Make sure you're following again on social media at The Nourished Actor on Instagram as well as Facebook. And please rate and review, subscribe wherever you listen. We are on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. And if you like it, share us on social media, comment on my posts when a new episode comes out. They come out every Wednesday nowadays. So please interact and join the community. Thank you guys again. We'll be back again next week.